0: The best part about Mixed Martial Arts and covering the sport of Mixed Martial Arts is breaking news is happening all the time. There's always something new coming up. There's always something to talk about each and every day. Um... And there has been some breaking news as of yesterday, as of 24 hours, less than 24 hours since the last episode, like this whole entire episode, uh, this whole entire week since I've been sidelined, I've been doing podcasts like no other. Like yesterday, we just did episode 211. Today is not going to be an episode, just as a quick little, you know, like, segment, just something bonus content, post-show. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the... um. UFC Singapore post-show, to top it all off, Damian Maya defeats Ben Askren by a rear naked choke, submission victory, as predicted, as most predicted. I actually thought that um, Damian Maya was going to win this fight by split decision. Um, And let me see, what is it? It, I didn't watch the fight because it was about, Four hours after I was going to go to bed. So I was going to go to bed, I think, around like 12 or 11-ish p.m. at night, Pacific time. And the fights were going to happen four hours from now. Like these whole international cards. No, I don't do these, dude. I don't really do these, man. So I was like, ah, no. Sadly, I'm going to go to sleep. It's not like it was UFC 244 or anything like that. So I was just like, uh, I'm not going to do this. I'm gonna wake up, and I literally woke up to a picture. A shout out to UFC News Alerts on Instagram. Damian Maya defeats Ben Askin via submission round three. Uh, ben had some success early on. You know, it wasn't like a lan- complete landslide victory for Damian Maya. Ben had his his success, and um, you know now obviously he drops two of his last three. He's one in two in his last three. And, you know, a lot of controversy spirals because of uh, his, um, you know, his UFC career. You know, was Robbie Lawler out? Was he not out? And that whole controversy uh, between that first Robbie fight. And obviously, like I said, warranted at the end of the day, he won. He got the W, but in fight fans' minds and everybody's minds, it spells some sort of controversy. So now the question is, where he, where is he going to go from here? We'll talk about that today um, as well as what's next for Damian Maya. He says he has two more fights left in him. He wants one of them to be Diego Sanchez. Uh, via Abe Kawa's Twitter, he said that he spoke with George Masvidal. And after George said that he's going to, after he wins, or if he wins gold against Nate Diaz, he wants that last fight to be against Damian Maya. Because if you guys remember last time when they fought, it was a split decision victory for Maya. It's one of those weird split decisions that. Uh, Masvidal was on the wrong end of but anyways, that wasn't what we were going to talk about to top this whole thing off. It was in the news it was so relaxing, it was so soothing it was so amazing. To hear this via Brett Okamoto was the first person of uh, that I had read it from. I had seen it on my phone another time, another notorious time when I was scrolling through Twitter um, Breaking news, Nate Diaz is eligible to compete at UFC 244 USADA has ruled that he has not committed an anti-doping violation Elevated levels of SARMs were traced to a contaminated, organic, vegan, b- plant-based, plant-based, daily multivitamin. And Nate was able to provide the samples. They were contaminated. They did have traces, elevated levels, and and it was traced to uh, uh, trace of contaminated substances. And this sparks a lot of different thoughts about it obviously all the fans everybody who was having heart attacks literally including myself we're doing this podcast yesterday talking about the whole breaking news of all this and if this fight was going to happen or not and um we were all nervous about it we we're all talking about it i had said yesterday that um Hopefully, we got some good news within the next time we talked, and we had today is the post show. Like I said, appreciate you guys for joining us here. Quickly follow me on Twitter at G The King MMA, um, Instagram as well at G The King MMA. Probably the two most active social medias that I'm on, other than Snapchat. You can follow me on Snapchat at G Meeker underscore MMA as well. Thank you guys for tuning in for this post show. Quickly, it is Saturday. Um... October 26, 2019. This is Gabriel Hernandez. If you guys didn't know that already, this is a post show. Let's get back to what I was saying about Nate Diaz. Obviously, it sparked a lot of different thoughts about it. And what I mean by thoughts is what I mean like, you know, you know how quickly they were able to solve this behind the scenes when you weren't seeing any news, when there was a lot of things going on behind the scenes, we had no idea what was going on, you know. Uh, it, it all started with Ariel Homani saying that Nate hasn't been provisionally suspended or anything like that, and we have a history. We all know how you saw it goes. You know, it, it, essentially, if this was someone else, the fight would have been probably off, and you know, Leon Edwards would have stepped up. And after that, you know, it would have been probably three months, four months gone by, maybe a little bit longer. We don't know how long necessarily it would have gone on for Nate to prove his innocence. I mean, we know how long it's gone on with John Jones. We know how long this whole thing has gone on with Yoel Romero. But the fact that made Diaz the front-runner, I feel like, is the fact that he had the contaminated substances and they were able to test them quickly. So, you know, a couple more dollars in the bank of USADA, and they're able to, you know, put Diaz's situation to the front of the line, and they were able to test all those. It most definitely was a contaminated substance. I knew that from the point that I heard this. You know, everybody jumped on the, "Oh, he's on steroids." Oh, the poster boy for saying everybody's on steroids, is on steroids, and I have seen some ignorant comments like, "Oh, he he's on steroids as well." I mean, I mean, he's he a classic classic Diaz, I mean his brother failed Gilbert Blendersfeld, Jake Shieldsfeld. Everybody's pointing fingers at his team and stuff, but Nate isn't his team. Obviously, he works with this team, but Nate's – this is an individual sport, individual situations, individual fighters. It's not like they're piggybacking off each other's uh, – what every, each other's doing – what, what they're doing when it comes to that. You're not with them every single time they're cooking or they're in the kitchen or they're in the bathroom or whatever the else they're doing. So, I mean, I saw all these stupid people coming out the limelight like Dylan Dennis, Eddie Alvarez. Who has history with Diaz as well, and you know, all these people coming out and just being idiotic. And, and, and everyone being ed- educated and a lot of stupid fight fans in all respects to Dustin Poirier I love you. but you know Dustin came out and said fuck you Nate blah 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 and talking all this different shit when it found out that it was in fact a contaminated substance now I'm not seeing any recollections from anybody on Twitter or anybody out there that had talked some ultimate shit about him the realest people I've seen on there were people that I knew didn't believe that Nate tested positive I didn't think Nate tested positive I didn't think Nate was doing any kinds of cheating, and and what a field day this has to be for uh, a lot of people that were, you know, on the side of Nate, man, I mean, Ronda Rousey came out of the woodwork to defend Nate, all these other people came out to defend Nate, I see, I don't remember the exact tweet I read, but someone was like, I paid for Nate versus Miles Udall, not Nate versus Leon Edwards or something like that. And, you know, a couple fighters chiming in to try to, you know, come in and fight potentially for the title or fight for the BMF title or just take Nate, Nate's spot on there. Nate has himself hasn't commented, but Nate did uh, send a tweet out. Let me read the tweet. Let me pull it up on Twitter real quick before we... Uh, Continue, but Nate basically said that, you know, do something about this, clear my name or I'm not doing shit, basically, insinuating that he's not fighting, but a picture um, popped up on Instagram of him at the New York Knicks, uh, in the New York Knicks locker room, and um, what is it? So the New York Knicks locker room, oh, he deleted the tweet. Yeah, he deleted the tweet, basically. Yeah, he deleted the tweet, and now I think, if I'm not mistaken, man, I do honestly seriously think that the fight is on. Um, Like I said, that's a big fuck you to all the rest. Fuck all you motherfuckers that, that said Nate was on steroids. Go suck some fat black dicks. Go fuck yourselves. I bet all you motherfuckers feel stupid as fuck right now, jumping on the bandwagon. Shout out to the ones who didn't say, didn't say that, and you know, you know, reserve judgment and ultimately reserve judgment is what I'm saying. And um, just crazy. And, uh, you know, like I said, shout out to Nate Diaz for keeping us cool. Shout out to the rest of the fans. Shout out to everyone. Like I said, I wasn't trying to have a heart attack over this kind of stuff. So, you know, like I said, it it kept together. We got justice. A little, um, other thoughts come to mind when it comes to the way you saw to handle it and how quickly we'll come up with those. Uh, We're gonna talk about those right now. Let's just take a quick little break. But honestly, what a honest relief for that whole thing to get resolved that quickly. But as I was saying before we took our break, it was only like a five-second break, ladies and gentlemen, so you, could, you couldn't you could really even tell because you can't see. You can't see what I'm doing, and you can only hear it on this. Like I said, I appreciate you guys for joining this. Um... So, like I said, there's been some of our fan favorite fighters, some other fighters that we've, we've historically seen the situation dragged on for months and, and, and hours and long days and just hours, months and just so much time sacrificed, so much of the fighter's career taken off, you know, short. You know, it's not the worst thing in the absolute world, you know, depending on, you know, it's like a small percentage of the fighter's career. But still, it's unnecessary time taken out of their careers, you know, for fighters like Sean O'Malley, you know, John Jones. That situation took forever. All these situations taking it forever in less than 24 hours. This Nate Diaz situation gets taken care of. So it does spark a lot of a conflict of interest and stuff for a lot of fighters. And I know there's some people in the backburns that are very upset about their situations and, you know, the fact that you saw it, it came after them or you know, and it seemed as if no one was trying to clear their name or get these get their name out of the ad out of the um Murky water and stuff, and I've seen a couple of controversial tweets and upset people about it, but we're not going to get too deep into that. But it's only, it's, it, it kind of is kind of, it, I can kind of feel and understand for the, uh, those fighters' perspectives and their situations and stuff. And I can definitely feel for you, definitely, man. It does suck to have, you know, days and months taken off your career when you could, when you could be training and be sidelined and you're not, I mean, when you're sidelined and all that, and you could be training and all that. That's a, a heavily unfortunate situation to be a part of and you know like I said um overall positively I'm just happy that this whole situation was able to get resolved within 24 hours the fight is four days away like three and a half days four days whatever you want to say it's November 4th um live on pay-per-view UFC forty four has the likes of Johnny Walker Corey Anderson on there um why am i drawing a blank why am i drawing a blank why am i drawing a blank but this card is stacked and a lot of darren till versus kelvin gaslam as well a lot of people are about to fucking shit in their pants if this fight didn't happen god forbid i hope nobody canceled their tickets to ufc 244 within less than 24 hours because of this specific situation um did you guys see the new ufc 245 poster that's stacked card three title fights as well um let me go back. Let me just see the quick preview, a little quick card. Masvidal versus Diaz, the main event. Calvin Gaslam, Darren Till at midweight, Steven Thompson, Vicente Luque, Corey Anderson, Johnny Walker, Derek Lewis, Blagoy Ivanov, and Kevin Lee versus Gregor Connor, Connor, McGregor-Gillespie. Just kidding. I always said that just to make fun, just to have, poke a little bit of fun at Gregor. Um, and like I said, that's a huge fight stacked fights stacked cards so it was deafening that the main event was still gonna be on this was a huge fight that a lot of people have been excited for for a very long time so it was deafening that this fight had to happen thank you to the MMA gods for keeping this fight intact keeping it together Nate has yet to respond but we kind of got the message from Nate considering that if he wasn't if they didn't do anything they didn't clear his name which they did he wasn't going to fight so now we get this fight this fight is all back Together, you know, thank God, thankfully, that this fight is back. This is a fight that a lot of people have been wanting to see. So let's get on over to Damian Maya's win over Ben Askren. Like I said, Dan, Ben did have success early on and did look good. You know, took him down. You know, Maya being the expert. Um Maya did obviously show his veteran experience. And at overall, has to has uh, shown his skills, and you know, got to the point where he was able to land the rear naked choke. You know, Ben Askin's first loss by submission in his entire career, and um, you know, now Damian Maya, once again at 41 years old, shows that he still got it. Unfortunately, he said he only has two more fights left. He. He said like two fights left for his career, and he wants one of those to be against Diego Sanchez, and ever since uh, that has come out earlier today Diego Sanchez replied and said that on Instagram. He would love to fight with him So let Dana White uh, put that fight together essentially is what he said and you know They want to see that uh, he wants that fight as well And I'm sure a lot of fans at this point in time in both of their careers both in Diego's side both in and, uh, uh, Damian Maya's side both want that fight So that's a fight that I think they should put together interesting fight you know don't put in Damian any top tier top contender fights at this point not saying Diego no disrespect to Diego on that point in time but you know it's kind of like a you know it's a fun fight is you know pick fight pick gets a, a pick 'em fight for um Maya he gets to pick pick the fights at, at, at his point at his uh where he's at in his career sorry I stuttered for a bit kind of fucking fell in a little fucking hole for a second um I feel that it's not a bad fight for him to pick. I mean, these fighters picking fights for for themselves, and, you know, it's it's not a bad thing, man, especially when you only have two fights left. He said he only wants two fights left, and only has two fights left, excuse me. And, um, you know, all, fair play to both of them. I can't wait. I hope that fight does happen. Um, for Ben Askren, obviously the big cloud looming over him now is what's next for him. Um... Unfortunately, like I said, he came up short against Damian Maya, And before that, had that five second loss to Jorge Majidal. Um, You know, it's a loss, obviously, but, you know, it's five seconds, man. He obviously got knocked out cold for the first time in his career. Um, now he's been submitted for the first time in his career. But Damian Maia is a jujitsu ace, man. This is something that I expected. Um, It's not that I didn't think that Ben couldn't win. I'm just saying if Damian Maya did, he would you know use his jujitsu. He would, he would be the one to choke Damian Maya. I mean choke Ben Askren out. Excuse me. I fucking hate making mistakes on the show sometimes like that. Like fucking putting the saying the wrong names and shit. That shit's so annoying. But yeah, a lot of people, including myself, thought that if Maya won, it would be by submission. You know, Damien Maya's submissions are unstoppable, man. The human backpack, human highlight reel, setting records in the UFC cage for sure. You now you looked good. Um, it seems to. Uh, the direction that Damien Maya seems to be going in is towards Diego Sanchez, as we were just seeing. And then after that, Doll would like another crack at him. I don't know if Damien Maya would be up for that. I don't know, man. As it, it, a respectful call out. But uh, it was a split decision. Lost for Masvidal. And all respects him for wanting to get that one back. It's a good fight as well. Um, and like I said, I would love to see that. Congrats to Damian Maya. um, For Ben Askren. I can't think of anybody at the top of my head that would be a good fight for him. But, you know, it just seems as if... You know, obviously the stand-up isn't necessarily the best. You know, I think if like he gets it to the ground you'll be in trouble definitely if you don't really have good grappling skills you'll be in trouble but at at this stage i really need some time to really think about it and who could be some good uh, potential opponents if he's not done like i said dana even said that he enjoyed the fight it was a great fight and you know for dana white to be saying that man that's just, you know that could give you a little bit more confidence and you know Ben's been one of those guys to sh- not shy away from his losses. He didn't shy away from a Masvidal loss. He didn't shy away from the, obviously the Robert e. Lawler controversy. He did, and he hasn't shied away last night from this Damian Maya loss. So it does show the class of Ben Askren. I think we should respect him. I think in general we should all respect anybody that has a foot, has the balls to step foot in the cage. And you know any any woman, any man that steps in the ring or cage, you gotta have respect. Boxing, you gotta have respect. You know, I I don't think it's in any fans' minds. It shouldn't be in any fans' minds to uh, disrespect any kind of fighter like that. So I have the uttermost respect for one Ben Askren, and, you know, I, I, I support anything that he he wants to do next obviously i do have i have thought he has been annoying sometimes when it comes to coming at masvidal and, and stuff like that and nate diaz and all that just, it, it was annoying it, it's annoying at some point but at the end of the day man he's a phenomenal fighter what he has done in his career has been mma hall of fame worthy not ufc hall of fame worthy because he hasn't been in the ufc but he has done some formidable things throughout his entire career and has some notable wins over uh, I know some top-tier guys, I mean, the fight, fight uh, the fights today for Bellator, um, Douglas Lima versus Roy McDonald, I mean, Ben has a win over Douglas Lima, so that could be a formidable thing for him. I'm not saying he's done. I'm not saying Ben doesn't have anything left but you know it it'd be interesting to really sit back. I can't match make 24 hours right after and I don't know nor do I understand. I can't really think about anything right now. I just think that he's not done and you know if some some stuff comes up, if anything comes up to talk about, I mean when for, for next opponent's potentially next for Ben I know the entire world's shitting on him right now but you know like I said they're not doing what he's doing they're not making the money w- of what he's making and a lot of the people that are talking shit about Ben are fans or people living in their mom's basements you know, aren't even making the money the money amount of money he makes in one fight a lot of people struggle average citizens average American people struggle to make that within a year so I think you should have respect and shut your fucking mouth when it comes to talking about and disrespecting a lot of these fighters I mean, talk shit i say some shit about fighters i don't disagree with some of the stuff they say but at the end of the day i don't say that they don't belong in there you know i I utter most utter utterly most respect all these fighters and you know uh definitely do um what is it you know i do uh you know support them and respect each and every fight because i do i am realistic with it you know if i think he can win he can win if i think there's good spots that he has um you know he has advantages over anything else like that. I'm always going to list those. I'm always going to talk about the ins and the outs and overall circle of mixed martial arts and stuff. So I'm not going to say that it's it, it, that he. I just I'm not going to discredit just because I don't like the fight or I'm necessarily not a fan of the antics. I'm going to call it how I see it, and that's the way that I chose to do that. So, um, like I so said, there's some fights later on today. So weird. Uh, it's already it's already Saturday. And the fights are already over, dude. You see what I mean? Like, these, these fights being all over already. It's just crazy, man. You see what I mean? Last weekend, there was the same thing. It was uh, uh, Boston, Weidman versus Reyes on uh on Friday. And then Saturday, we didn't really have anything else. But we have Bellator. So I'm going to be tuning into that later on. Um, great fights on that card as well. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I had some time pre to... to Think about what's next and, you know, just, you know, be excited for the next things. Um, That's, we didn't, I didn't really have too much of a plan to be on here too much today because I know, like, the last three days we've been constantly kicking out shows like no tomorrow. Um, Friday, we had an episode, last Friday, this Friday, yesterday, essentially, we had um, an episode. Thursday, we had an episode. Tuesday, we had an episode. So, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, and here we are on Saturday having the post show, so, Like I said, a lot of content, a lot of stuff coming out. So, like I said, I'm just overall happy that that Nate Diaz situation got squared away. And, you know, despite the controversy with USADA and all that, you know, they have a tendency to fuck things up sometimes. Overall, we get a fight. We get a great fight at UFC uh, 2. What is it? Overall, we get a great fight headline. And, you know, it's it's, a... you know, like I said, it's justice served and we get to get it. But yeah, anyways, guys. Um appreciate you guys for joining us. That's all we got for today, ladies and gentlemen. Um appreciate you guys for joining us here on the post show. Um disagreed with the Michael Johnson Stevie Ray split decision. I had Michael Johnson winning that one. That was a bad call on the judges' scorecards, but hey fuck these judges man they're fucking crazy and stupid sometimes man you know they never watch fights in their life or been in any fights in their life so um like i said congrats to damian maya for that win i'd like to see De- damian maya take on diego sanchez next i think that's that would be a formidable and an awesome fight for him next you know shout out to ben askren shout out to damian maya shout out to Roy mcdonald later on shout out to douglas lima you know, that's a great fight. So maybe we'll talk about the Bellator fights on the next episode of Kicking It With The King. Ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me on Twitter at GTheKingMMA and Instagram at GTheKingMMA, Facebook.com slash Gabriel King Hernandez. Follow our podcast page directly at KWTKpod. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here on this post show. More shows to come, more content, everything else. Sit tight, ladies and gentlemen. We're not going anywhere. G, the King, out, baby. Stay tuned for the next episode.